Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Brad Webb, where the topics are relevant and serve with truth, transparency, and some much-needed realness. In this one, we are speaking with Abby and Emily about the new transition they are about to walk through in leaving home, choosing their path, and making their own way. It's a real gospel gumbo, if you please. Here's your host, Brad Webb. Hey guys, want to welcome you back today for another episode of Transitions. As we've been talking about these transitions, we've been looking at uh, space and time from season to season. And uh, man, it's been really relevant. And if you really want a thorough explanation of what these transitions are, please go back and pick up our first episode where I go in depth on that. And uh, today we're very blessed, though. We're going to be talking about the transition between uh, choosing your pathway between high school and college. And uh, man, and we have some very special guests today. Uh, I've been knowing these two ladies their whole life, and uh, probably because they call me dad. And today I have Emily and Abby that's here with us in the studio, and uh, we're going to talk to you about these transitions, and we're excited to jump into it. So uh, tell us just a little bit about your background and uh, your age, and uh, who's the oldest, and uh, we'll go from there. I'm Emily, and I'm 17, and I'm 10 minutes older than my twin sister, Abby. All right. Abby, tell us about you. You're 10 minutes younger. Yes, and I have all of the baby traits, and I proudly embrace it. All right. And then not to mention, not only just the baby traits, in our house, Abby is known as the OBG, the original baby girl, because there was another baby girl that came along about 12 years later and uh, stole that title, but uh, Abby is the original. And so, uh, man, it's such an honor to have you and so proud of you ladies and all that you've accomplished. And uh, I want to talk to you today about several things, just about what that feels like. Uh, I, I'm going through the transition with you. Uh, in fact, we, we're going to do an episode later in the future on releasing your arrows. And, uh, you know, we've spent our whole life uh, investing in you ladies and, and training and doing the best that we possibly can to equip you and to be ready for life. And, uh, man, you've had a unique perspective. Uh, you've been here from the beginning at Family of Grace Church and uh, have seen many transitions, but um, in the life of that. And uh, so today, talk to us just a little bit about um, where you are and uh, what you're pursuing and how you came about that. Um, I, after graduating in a couple of days, a few, um, I will be attending Louisiana Tech University in the fall. And I will be pursuing a major in psychology, so um, one day I can be a counselor. And um, I really chose that pathway in life because I was impacted greatly by mine, and I feel like that's my way to affect change in the world. So, Okay, so Louisiana Tech, and you want to pursue counseling. All right. Mm -hmm. Emily, tell us about what you're going to endeavor to do with life. Um, I will also be attending Louisiana Tech with Abby, and we'll actually be majoring the same thing. But um, after we finish our undergrad, we want to do we want to go in two separate dif- separate directions. Um, I want to go to law school after that and be a fam be a family and child lawyer. Okay, so uh, let's just talk about that a little bit because. Today, there's so much pressure and there's so many um, people that are going to college and they're getting halfway through it and they're changing their majors, which is not a horrible thing. It's the right thing to do if you realize that you're on the wrong pathway. But 
just kind of tell us a little bit about your backstory and kind of how you came to uh, choose that. I know, Abby, originally you thought for a long time you were going to be pursuing education and uh, just how you came about that, choosing that profession of wanting to be a counselor. Yeah. Well, originally I wanted to be um, a teacher, preferably like second grade or that about that age. But um, then I realized that teaching really wasn't for me because I didn't want to have to give up the kid that I was like investing in and trying to better their life. And so um, another option of how I would be able to do that would be counseling. And I really just wanted to help the kids who wanted to be helped and help the people who are struggling and they need somebody to like walk alongside them. And um, counseling just seems like the best option because I get people who like want help and they want change and they want to see better results. And, um, and I just get them to like to love on them and to help them through and to give them the best advice possible. And so, um, that's really just what I, so talk to me a little bit more about that because you know, you, how you came to the realization that cause you've been involved in helping children through ministry. I mean, your whole yeah. life. And, um, and so you really thought you were going to pursue that teaching, but your pathway began to change. And, and you mentioned briefly just how, um, you realize you're going to have to give those kids up. So tell us a little bit about that and what that means. Give them up. Yeah. Like I don't, um, it really just like kind of broke my heart to think about, you know, you have this kid for a year and at the end of the, at the end of the school year, they move on and maybe they go to a different school. They go to a different, like you don't see them for three months out of the summer. And so many things can happen during that time. And, you know, it just kind of felt to me like, um, all that had been investing in them was kind of going away and they were going to find new things and they were going to find new people to talk to you. And it kind of just made me feel like, like I would be useless in that sense because I would invest in them for a couple of months during the school year. And, um, and then just one day they would go away and, you know, I don't get to follow up with them. And one day they're going to go to high school and change schools. And I just feel like the relationship couldn't be as good as it, could be and therefore i just wouldn't be able to impact like them as greatly that's interesting because as you were talking about that you know the episodes that we're dealing with is on transitions mm -hmm. and how on under the sun for everything there's a time and a season and um the uh you know in that dynamic it's you were talking about they're in school for mm -hmm. one year and then they go into another season and then you have to right. give them up. Yeah. So what's your, are you telling me that you didn't really want it? You wanted to walk them out. Right. Walk yeah, out I wanted with to see it through, through like with them. Yeah. And you know, cause some people, it might only take three months to, to make everything fall back into place, but some of it might take three years and you know, who would be there to hold them accountable for three years if I, like if somebody isn't so. Today, there are so many people that are struggling with that. There, there are so many people that are just broken emotionally mm -hmm. and psychologically, and they need help so much. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really interesting how you work through that and begin to pray about a whole different direction mm -hmm. in your life. And Emily, let me just turn to you for a minute because uh, you're the opposite. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, for years, uh, you thought you were going to go into family counseling. And, uh, I mean, almost matter of fact, you knew yeah. that and, um, you know, you wanted everything Abby was saying is what you were saying. And, and then all of a sudden it changed. And so, um, tell me about that and that 
transition where something you had planned on for so long and now it's different? Well, um, I really did plan on that for quite some time. And one day I just came to the realization that, I don't know, that I could, that something else might be better. And so I started to think about it. And um, I went through this really good experience with a family lawyer. And I also saw like a bad, like I saw somebody else have a bad experience with them. And so I wanted to be the one to give the good experiences and to fight for what the kid wanted. So you really felt like it was more of saw yourself because you saw yourself in that role as a counselor and then you more or less saw how did that change? Like, did you envision that different differently from being someone who gives advice to being more of an advocate? Is that what it was that you felt like you wanted to give more of a uh, be able to advocate for the children? Yes, because I feel like a lot of times that just because they are children, they get kind of like not necessarily looked over, but because they think that they're. Maybe they're that since they're a child, they'll just learn to live with it. But I think that what the child wants and what they desire should be spoken for. So uh, both of you are at a place and and what you had dreamed about really for a long time Mm -hmm. is now a different field that you're leaving to pursue uh, in college. And uh, again, uh, in, as in every episode uh, before, I've had the privilege of having a front row seat in the lives of the people that were, we, we were helping have the episodes with. But uh, for you guys, I've, ladies, I really had a front row seat. <laughs> but um, what, what were some of the, the struggles that you dealt with in saying no to what you always thought you were going to embrace and saying yes to a whole new direction. Well, I, for one, thought that when I said no, that I would be making the wrong decision, that I was kind of like turning my back on it, and that maybe that the new idea that I had was just like came from nowhere, and I don't know. I was kind of worried about that. I just didn't want to give up on something that I had always thought I wanted, and I just don't like the idea of quitting, and I felt that I was quitting what I had dreamed of, and so... Not that I felt wrong for choosing, like I didn't feel like counseling wasn't the right path, but I do feel like I was leaving back, like leaving something that was really a big part of me because I always wanted to be a teacher and I always wanted to help people like um, establish like the foundations that they can be a functioning adult on and like that. And for the longest time I saw that through education and changing paths just kind of felt like. I was giving up on what I had always thought, and that was hard for me to get through. I think, too, uh, probably through the counseling that you guys have, even people that have helped y'all, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's helped you realize that there's more to a person. There's the whole person. Right. right. You know, the whole yeah. being, um, psychologically, spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, every aspect of it. And so, um, you know, there's so many things that you can do to really help those people achieve that. Um, in this transition, when you're getting ready, uh, you're both, you both will be majoring in psychology, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, then we'll kind of go from a different direction from that point. Um, but as you're walking that out, um, you know, what are some, what are some fears that you have? Um, a lot of people always tell me that you're always going to change your major. And so I'm kind of like, I'm pretty sure that this is what I want to do. And I'm pretty set in that, but you never know. <laughs> so. Yeah. What's your biggest fear, Abby? Um, 
I haven't really thought about that. I've always felt like confidence, like this is what I want to do. And so I guess my fear would be to wake up one morning and be like, oh, maybe this isn't. But I don't know. I'm pretty confident in it. So I don't really have that big of a fear. So. <laughs> so as you think about that and moving forward and looking back on your life uh, as another transition when you entered into high school. So if there was a ninth grader, someone going into high school right now, um, what are some things that you would do differently if you had to start all over again in high school? Um, try for better grades because the past two years I've really tried to get like my A's in every class and it's like satisfying to have a really good report card. And But at the same time, like I could have a better transcript because I didn't give it my all in the like in my freshman and sophomore year. So I think that's if I had to tell myself anything to do better my freshman year, that's what it would be. How about you, Emily? I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't tell myself any differently. <laughs> like right. I've had a really good go. experience. Like, it has been a great experience for yeah. y'all and it's really helped you. Um, but I have been able to watch you move from uh, being smart young ladies, making good grades to being determined yeah, <laughs> and I, you're determined I'm going to get an A, Yeah, you know, for Abby's right for the last two years, y'all have been aiming at a target and you've been able to hit that target. And so, uh, man, what are, what are the, uh, what are your greatest, uh, sh- you know, anxieties that, you know, being out on your own for the first time, uh, what, what are some things that you feel like is your greatest concerns? Um, I think in the past like year, my parents have really turned into my friends, I guess you could say. And so like, I'm okay with leaving a lot of my friends, but it just like leaving my parents, it's like, I'm leaving like my best friends. Yeah. That's an interesting transition. Um, yeah, that too, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That too. It, It has been, it is a unique place when you see that roles reversed and, and, and now you're, you both become young adults and, and, uh, man, for such a time as this, you know, uh, this is what you've been trained for and we've invested our life in you and, uh, man, you ladies are excited about the new chapter and, and, um, you know, what, as you look forward, what do you think would be the one thing that you, what is the one goal that you're shooting for going into college? To stay on the right path, like to stick to it. <laughs> stick to it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, y'all are very blessed. Uh, you're actually entering into college uh, as a freshman, but you're technically you have enough hours for a sophomore. Uh, man, what value, how, what, what sense of accomplishment does that give you now? And what could you share to somebody who's saying, oh, is it really worth the extra work to do the dual enrollment classes? Absolutely. It's so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> going in going what what sense like what emotions do you have with that knowing that the first day you put your foot on campus you already have 30 hours i feel um prepared in a sense and um i feel like i've already gotten my toe in the water a little bit because while i it has the courses that i've taken have been in high school i still have had to i've been expected to achieve the my work to be like in comparison to a a college student. And so it's really challenged me. And I feel like I've become, I feel like that's matured me a little bit because like I've been expected to 
meet higher standards. And so I think that's the, yeah, I agree with that. So, um, when you think about, when you think about other people who may not be quite so sure of what they want to do, they may still be struggling with it. You know, you, you ladies were settled on Louisiana tech for quite a while. You did look at another college, but for the most part, you've been settled and you knew this is where I wanted to go. And then when you went, you really kind of sealed the deal for you. But somebody that's like really struggling, like saying, I don't know if college is even for me, you know, I mean, it may be a, a technical learning degree or learning a craft or a trade, uh, what, what would just be a sense of a word of, of ease and exhortation that you could just give them, uh, for right where they are and kind of some principles that you use to walk that out? Um, I think there's a, like, I knew when I made the right decision, there yeah. was like a peace that I felt yeah. and, you know, while other things were an option, one felt like a better option and, that seems like, oh, I'm letting my feelings make my decision. But in a sense, I am because there's whenever I knew that whenever I walked onto the campus of Louisiana Tech, I knew that that was the right place for me. I felt comfortable and I just knew that it was going to be OK. And when I whereas I toured other places and I thought about other things, it, I kind of felt uneasy. And I was like, well, I could be here, but it I wouldn't be the best I could be. I wouldn't like reach all the goals I want to be but I want to reach but I just it was a comforting feeling whenever that I got whenever I knew I made the right decision and I think that to not make haste decisions Mm -hmm. and to just take your time and to feel everything out like to go like to try something out like go if you want to do technical school or a craft or whatever try that out like see if you're Mm -hmm. like you could see yourself doing that for the rest of your life Mm mm-hmm so the um, aspect of that, when you think about that new chapter uh, transitions, uh, matter of fact, you know, the staff's been after me to do this podcast. And so I decided to do it. And, and my first episode is on transitions. And basically the reason it came about is because we are in a transition. <laughs> uh, Abby mentioned earlier, you know, how your life transitions and you begin to uh, have a relationship with with your parents as, mm-hmm. as adults and all your conversations is kind of adult conversations and and um, that's a transition and you know just the the us dealing with you guys going off to college and um, you know I find myself in a significant transition and um, really is the reason that I wanted to share this whole transition episodes with you guys because uh, we are all at a point of transitions and I want to go back to something I said in the very first episode that the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes that there's a time for everything under the sun. And, um, you know, there's a time for to be born. There's a time to die, time, time to plant, a time to reap. And it goes through that in great detail in great specificity. But, you know, I, I find myself in that transition right now. And as a dad, man, having to let go and uh, releasing you ladies to go and make a difference in the world and uh, see exactly what you're going to accomplish. And so 
Um, really, as we've gone through these episodes, I've just been, this is where I am. And um, you're out there as a listening audience. And I don't know where you may be, but more than likely, you either just finished a transition or you're just about to begin one because life is full of seasons. And, you know, don't be bitter at the season. Um, sometimes there's um, so many people struggling with, uh, you know, so many parents. We laugh about this, honestly, <laughs> in our in our house, just about how dramatic a yeah. lot of parents are over their kids going off to college. Right. And uh, how it's so overrated. Uh, how, how do you feel about going off on your own for the first time? Um. It's definitely scary, I think, but I also feel like I'm prepared. Like, I feel like my parents, like you and Christy, have instilled a lot of wisdom in me and really prepared me and showed me, like, what I need to do and how to do it and how to be responsible and take care of myself. And so at the same time, I'm scared because, yes, I'll be living on my own. I also feel like you know, I kind of know what I'm doing, not know what I'm doing, like in a arrogant way, but I have an idea. Like I'm not jumping completely into a black hole. Like I can, yeah. I can get on my own two feet. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like I do have a pretty decent head on my shoulders and I'm excited about it. I don't think that we should be sad about it. I mean, it is sad to go off, but I don't think we should be upset about it. Well, we've worked our whole life to get you here. So, uh, you know, it's for this reason that God gives us family and, um, you know, incorporates these things in our life. And um, so as you go off, uh, what would you say is some of your greatest, what is your greatest concern that you have, that, that you have facing you as you strike out? My greatest concern. I feel like I'm not that worried. Like, I don't, like, I don't. I don't think about like what's gonna go mm. bad, you know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I think that probably just the everyday things, like I'm gonna have to go buy my own groceries and kill like, your own bugs. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not ready to kill all the bugs in my house. <laughs> I may be grown, but not that grown yet. <laughs> It's funny, uh, you know, when you think about that in that aspect, and um, it's, Emily, you're so right. You know, we've, we've talked about this a lot <clears throat> lately and even in sermons, that it's like we're pre-programmed to think the worst. Right. We're pre-programmed to think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to get up here and I'm going to be in a crisis right. and I'm not going to be able to navigate my way through it. Why, why do people always want to think that way? When we should think the best, yeah. you know, uh, one of the things we've talked about is people say, well, don't get your hopes up. Right. Well, why shouldn't I get my hopes up? I'm a child of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, he says he knows the plans that he has for me to give me a hope in the future. So why wouldn't I be hopeful? Because he told me to be hopeful. Yeah. So, yeah. man, we're excited to see what happens in y'all's life. And, uh, man, I just want you to know you made me very proud to be <laughs> your dad. And, uh, man, I hope that if you're out there listening, uh, man, and you're a parent, uh, make the most of every moment. Yes. Uh, use every opportunity that you can to help shape your children, to train them. We, we have a saying that I use and drives people crazy. You know, you train children, you raise cattle. And so, um, yet we all say, well, I was raised there. I was raised this way, but 
You know what? The Bible says to train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. And so you're never too young to start training your children. Um, and then trust the training. Yeah. If you're a parent and you're sitting where I'm sitting and trust the training, trust what you've invested in your kids' lives and, uh, uh, give them room to make mistakes, give them room to fail. And, uh, but then enjoy the journey. I mean, I can't wait to hear all the success stories that you guys have. And, hope and there's uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that God's using you in yeah. a way, you know, family counseling, family law, uh, two of the most gut wrenching professions mm. that there is because people aren't going to come to you. They're not going to call you and say, Hey, I need to make an appointment because yeah. everything's going great. <laughs> right. You know, they're going to make an appointment and say, my life is terrible. Yep. You know, it's falling apart. My marriage is failing. Um, I have a broken relationship with my parents. And so you guys are consciously making a decision to really walk into the belly of the beast and, <laughs> and, uh, make a difference. And so, um, we can't wait to hear these great reports and, uh, see, see what God's going to do in your life. And, uh, man, we're excited. Thanks for coming in today. And if you're out there listening, a couple of big takeaways that I can just share with you is that, uh, you're never too young to start. Yep. Make a difference when you enter ninth grade, as yep. Abby said, <laughs> you know, be intentional because those scores add up all the way through high school yep. for your uh, total average um, when you go off to college. And that does make a difference in the amount of money you get yep. back, from the, back from the school. So, you know, don't wait till the fourth quarter to really say, oh, I got to step up and yep. try this year. And honestly, a lot of you listening out there. You're getting by on natural talent. And if you apply yourself, uh, it can go a, a, a whole lot farther. further. Amen. So I, I remember that I remember this. I got to tell this story before we get off the air. I remember the time that school started getting a lot harder and you had to apply yourself. And I remember I remember trying to tell you, well, you just have to study this year. And y'all came back and said, Daddy, you're saying I'm stupid. No, I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm saying you have to study, you know. And uh, that was a humorous time in our life. Now, looking back yeah. on it. At not that at the moment. moment. That moment. It was a crisis, but guys, uh, man, just make the difference. If you're a parent, don't miss the moment to be present in your kids' lives. Kids life. too. And ki- that's a great word. Yeah. Kids, if you're Spend there with your, with your parents, parents, enjoy the moment. Be present. Yep. You know, be present in that moment with you're with them. And guys, as you're out there fighting the good fight of faith, man, just remember that this too is a season and it will pass. And <laughs> as you're becoming victorious, going from faith to faith, remember to stay humble and hustle hard. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed and it blessed you. If you would like to keep up with Pastor Brad, you can follow him at facebook.com at Pastor Brad Webb, F-O-G. We'll see you later.